come to town. Town Insurance. At the Vidant Wellness Centers, happy starts with healthy. And we all need a little happy and a lot of healthy. That's why we offer exercise equipment and classes. I know. They're indoor pools and personal training, too. And more wellness services. Like nutrition and yoga. With no annual commitments or hidden fees. Zip, zilch, nada. Because here, it's more than a gym membership. It's a happy, healthy relationship. Sign up today at VidantWellnessCenter.com and... Don't forget to bring a friend. <laughs> Welcome to U.S. Cellular. Yeah, hi. I want a new phone for free, but not just any phone. I want the newest, fastest, most storage-holding 5G Unlimited data-using phone in here <clears throat> for free. Sure. Your choice. Really? Yep. At U.S. Cellular, we put you first. So choose any phone from any brand free. Plus, get unlimited data for just $30 a month. U.S. Cellular, America's locally grown wireless. Terms apply to uscellular.com for details. We all love using Uber Eats, DoorDash, and grocery pickup. It makes life so much easier. Well, now there's cellular delivery. And the team at Cellular Warehouse has perfected the process. They will deliver your new phone right to your door with all your information loaded on the new phone. And the best thing is there's no charge for this awesome service. That's right, no charge for their delivery, and you don't have to waste half a day sitting in the cellular store. Call Toby Williams today at 252-799-7051 and let his team of experts make your cellular delivery today. Cellular Warehouse, your local U.S. cellular authorized agent serving all of Eastern Carolina. Bravo, Brenda. You've always been a saver. Price matching your price matches. The self-proclaimed queen of extreme couponing. But this time, you've truly outdone yourself. By saving for this electric vehicle, you're locking in up to $1,000 a year in fuel and maintenance savings, which will leave you saying, cha-ching, every time you unplug. Good for your wallet, great for the planet. That's the power of EV. Sponsored by the NC Clean Energy Technology Center and the North Carolina Association of Broadcasters in cooperation with this station. Five o'clock in Pirate Country, and 94.3 The Game is going to get you home with the P-Man. In five, four, three, two, one. Lock it in, turn it up. It's time for the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. This is the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. All right, everybody, welcome in. We're, uh... Inside Scooter's Lair. Yeah. The Scoot Shack. Yeah, look, look who I got on the phone. Oh, my. Did I take that? I don't know. Light the grill. The the great Scott Shook is uh, <laughs> is up here. <laughs> oh, thank you, Scooter. You're, good, you're a good man, Scooter. Yeah, what does this thing do? Well, you just broke it off. Okay, so. <laughs> All right, Scott, this might not have been our, one of our best ideas. Uh, hey, welcome in, everybody. It's the Patrick John Show. We've got uh, – we're live from the stadium. The uh, booth, uh, Scooter's nice. been good to enough to uh, allow us to come up here today. <laughs> Scott Shook. You don't have to talk into that mic now that you have the headset. I got the headset. You got okay, the headset we're good, we're good. Yeah. Max Joyner keeps calling me. I tell him to light the grill and hang up. He doesn't know what to do. All right, Pirates uh, win this one today, 13-7. to 7. What a score. What a game. Uh, big crowd, capacity crowd. Uh, record crowd here at Clark LeClaire Stadium. It's the PJ Show, a little post-game uh, edition. We're going to have comments from the uh, post-game media scrum. We're going to have some highlights for you coming up. We're going to have uh, reports from the jungle. Scott Shook has got his bag of peanuts and his Cracker Jacks and a water, I think. That's all we could get today was popcorn, Cracker Jacks, peanuts, yeah. and water, and maybe a few other things. The great Scott Shook, who, of course, is uh, chair of the board of trustees at ECU, so he could just waltz right into the booth. Yeah. 
and uh, be on the, the radio. After the game, after you sneak <laughs> in here. <laughs> During the game was hot. You know, they got security going on. You can't get in here. Right, but after the game, you just yeah, walked yeah, right just in and you said, B.O.T. Like you own it. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I hear what you're saying. Man, what a win today. What a, Wasn't this what, great? I tell you what, sitting out there, our, our seats are down there um, on first baseline. And so you're near the Texas fans. Yeah. How are they received well, they, today? No, they're way up there in the corner. We didn't we didn't see a lot of them. But I, I saw a little bit of burn orange yeah, down there, that, though. Yeah, that's good, good for them. But I tell you what, you watch their team walk out, and on the hoof, I mean, they're an impressive bunch of cats. No, they look and, the part. Yeah, and, I, and I'm looking at them, and they go up two to nothing. I'm like, oh, crap. You know, here we go. We answer, you know, with three yeah. three runs in the, fir- in the first inning. and. And I tell you, and, and you just knew that, you know, number 17, that gargantuan first baseman they got right, uh, was going to hit one. And, and I don't think the one he hit still come down yet. But thank God there was nobody on base. But, I, you know, our guys just play and play. And we put pressure on them. We get in their bullpen. And, and it's just we're a fun group of people to watch. I mean, you just put the ball in play all day long and make them defend it. And um, we scored 13 runs on them. That, that's impressive. Ivan Melendez's ball might might be in Farmville yeah, at this point. Be, yeah, that was uh, a towering yeah. uh, blow, to say the uh, least. I know you got to get out there and cook. Uh, we're well, on. I, I'm in the air conditioner right now. <laughs> They're out there. I, I don't have to do anything. Matter of fact, we might just go home. That'd be funny. Is sitting out there with a bunch of raw meat and Max. You know that. That's, that, that's kind of yeah, frightening. Right, isn't that it? is. Isn't it? So obviously, we're in. Uh, I would say uncharted waters because we've been up one zero in a super regional. Yeah. Before, but we are a step away, a yeah. win away yeah. from East Carolina's first College World Series. Texas has been to 37 of them, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Old hat for them. But, you know, since 2005, they haven't been. And, right. And so we've been on a big stage, and, and, and um, wouldn't that be stories? I mean, we've been to more regionals and haven't gotten right. to, a, to a, a College World Series, and they've been to more than anybody else. And, and it's it feels special, but. It's just nerve-wracking as hell watching it. When know? Cliff Godwin talks about knocking the door in, what a what a door to knock in with Texas yeah, yeah. being the one at the door. That'd be that'd be a heck of a story. And, and you know, and sitting there looking at an Amax home run off the guy's you know glove in the yeah. outfield. That's what happens to us all the time. And you know, in the history, of just thinking you know something feels different today. That shot, and, and I mean, obviously answering them back in the first, I thought was a big big deal. Pirates then got some runs and, and built out a lead, but Texas, as you know. Got their offense going. Uh, you know they're going to. You yeah. know they're going to make a comeback, and they did. But I, I, I really thought the the play that he made down at third base with two outs, yeah. the grab, yeah, to end the top of the uh, eighth inning was huge. And then how many times do you see somebody who has made a, a stellar play in the field come out and then comes up with a big hit or a home run? In this case, it was the home run that glanced off the glove and went yeah. out. And I thought that – like you said, that's one of those things you think, okay, this may be meant to be today yeah. at least and could be meant to be long-term. Yeah, and, and it was their center fielder that hit the ball to Amac, and then he kind of bobbled the one out there the next inning. It's like, hey, so, you know, he's a little bit rattled, and, and they kept changing pitchers. and and uh, every, I, I just think the deeper you get in their bullpen, the, the, the shakier they get. But, you know, as long as you're hitting, you put pressure on them and anything can happen. But you got – the sense is, is they've got a lot of gas too. You know, they've got a lot of offensive firepower because you sit there and look. Okay, the first guy he hits 350, the next guy hits 340, and then the third guy hits 400 and something, and then you finally get down to the last two that hit below 300. He's thinking, you know, good grief, they got a hell of a lineup. Um, I'm hearing that Scooter, have they moved the time up for tomorrow? Are you hearing that? I have not heard that. You know, there's some rain in the forecast. I just I have a few people texting me. 
Uh, and, uh, you know, that's the the question. Would they move this up? If they do before we leave the air, we'll let you know. Of course, we'll put it on our social media as well. well you ought to know this. Aren't you the chair of the, the board? Why don't you, can you <laughs> so find, I find out right. about uh, an hour after everybody else does. Oh, I got yeah, you. Yeah. yeah. You think I'm waiting for the call, and it's been on social media for an hour. So yeah, that's how that works. <laughs> let me ask you, uh, the great Scott <laughs> they Shook. They keep me in the dark, which is good for <laughs> Right, yeah. right. Well, you get plausible deniability then, which is what you uh, – we're kidding, of course. The great Scott Shook is here. Let me say this. He's our normal uh, Daytona 500 correspondent. Yeah. You've been to a lot of big sporting events yeah. in your yeah. – this was pretty electric it's, today. It's been to a lot of great pirate events over the last umpteen amount of years, and this is just this is something nice. And and um, it's it this one you wish you had twice the amount of stands for all the people that come in and and to see the jungle on fire today and everybody's atmosphere around. And it look, it's a noon tip off, and you know we. We don't we don't like noon around here. Baseball, what I, you know, whatever kickoff. We're whatever. not used yeah, to playing at noon yeah, like the Wolfpack. I, that's exactly the Wolfpack right. yeah. always play at noon. Basketball and football. Yeah, are they still playing this time of year? I don't <laughs> so. so what? I, you know what a special what a special day. I mean, it's a special weekend around here, and and hopefully tomorrow. Maybe you know, even if it starts and then starts to rain, maybe we get their starting pitcher out that way, and then get in their bullpen, and we'll see what happens. Fifty-seven twenty-three. Now, usually I would say at a an event where they give attendance, they're counting toes or, you know, the old Mike Steele line or, or something. Yeah. I, I think they might have undercounted today. It seems, yeah. <laughs> it seems like a lot more yeah. than 5,700 here today. Yeah, and I, 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 everything is – everything is and, and, you know, from my standpoint, I love to see us uh, make a little money on these things. And um, and I got to think, you know, with beer sales and water sales and, and concession sales and everything else, it's going to be a good week. Obviously, the NCAA – uh, they make a good bit of money on this stuff, but um, but give us an opportunity to do this, and and so uh, we'll do it again tomorrow. Well, you, Mr. Bot, <coughs> Chair of Bot, we do have you, Cliff. Do you Got- also know who was here today? Who? I heard Mr. Beast was here. Mr. Today. Beast was here. He's down there in the first first base area down there, and and. Uh, but they split, didn't he? He took off. That's what I heard. I, you know, what, that's I mean, what I heard. That's what the kids were saying. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, got to make a video, make another hundred million dollars. <laughs> Did you tell him he could sponsor? We'd name the upper deck that he would build here after him. I, we, we, we can do. He needs a tax write-off. You know he does. He does. You could you could give him some advice the on that, right? Yeah, yeah could help him with that. Uh, all right. Well, you, I know you got to cook. All right. Here we go. Here is uh, the legendary Big Hen. How long before you come to me? I'm going to leave my phone in the car and charge it for a little bit. Yes, he's. So that you means think, never. We're not coming you, to him at all, then, is what think, it means. What, what do you mean, come to him, like call him and like put well, him Well, he's going to have a report from the jungle, I, I guess. Say, oh, yeah. yeah that's not While you're cooking yeah, that's uh, not burgers. But, so you really don't have anybody. No, no, we got a lot of stuff yeah, scheduled, I, but, I, but I mean, I we just. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I know you're the head man. Yeah. But we all I'm answer. sitting here where Scooter sits, by the way. I know, isn't it exciting? Is pretty, this, is, this is actually this is pretty exciting. really cool. This is really, you got a good seat over here, bud. But what he I'm does. saying is, I mean, I know you're the man and you're the, the, the leader of the pack and all that, but we all answer to somebody. Yes. That's my somebody. Yes. So I've got a, it's got a humor. Did your bed get delivered today? So it did. Get, uh, thank God. It did get <laughs> delivered, and they scarred up the wall, so I heard about that. <laughs> so that's another little, but yes, the bed got delivered. I'm going to sleep yeah. uh, like a baby tonight. But we, we had some, uh, we had Robert Brinkley down here today behind the plate, you know, board chair from way back in the day, and Vern Davenport was here, and. And uh, great crowd, so, um, man, this is fun, isn't it? It is great. And, uh, hey, still a lot of time to grill out or hang out or go to your favorite watering hole tonight and uh, enjoy it. Just be back here tomorrow and be ready to go. At least I don't have to work tomorrow. Well, (laughs) did you 
How, how, how much work did you really put in today? Today? Yeah. I, I mean, for the 15 you never minutes stopped. I was there, <laughs> I was, it was solid. It was it's a solid. good thing. See, you're like me with my guys like Ben and yeah. Chris and to a much lesser degree, Philip the Ref Pilkington. But, yeah, yeah. yeah, I have good people with me. Yeah. So I can kind of, That's you right. know, be. But in all fairness, I had a couple clients here today that took some tickets. So I count that as I That's count a, all that was a business. This yeah. is a business deal, absolutely, isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely. All right. The great Scott Shook. Thank you, P-Man. Chair of the BOT. Are you going to run a have somebody run a burger up here to me or what? That's a long way to run. <laughs> you might want to go that way. <laughs> All right. Thank you for coming up. It's good yeah, to man. see you. Pirates go, win it here go today. Go Pirates. Awesome win uh, by the final of 13-7. to 7. All right. We're going to grab a uh, break. Uh, we'll come back and uh, have more in the aftermath from Clark LeClaire Stadium. If you want to give us a buzz, we'll take the calls at 252-561-GAME, 252-561-4263. Scooter's going to be in with us uh, throughout the next uh, hour and a half or so. And we're going to be uh, – Talking to some folks out in the jungle, get a report from out there. We're going to hear from Coach Godwin and the players. So all of that, stay with us. The pitch. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up. That ball is gone. On your flagship home of Pirate Baseball. 94.3 The Game. Texas Roadhouse in Greenville is happy to support the community. At Texas Roadhouse, they not only want to be your favorite restaurant, they also want you to know they love this community and love supporting it. From providing food for charity golf tournaments to their school support programs, Texas Roadhouse is there when the Greenville community needs them. Also, it doesn't hurt that their food is awesome. Steaks, ribs, chicken, you name it, it's legendary. Texas Roadhouse, Southwest Greenville Boulevard, Greenville. Bill Clark Homes is proud to support East Carolina Athletics. The Clark family continues to make significant contributions to help ECU succeed on the field. And Bill Clark Homes is building quality homes in Pitt County with prices ranging from the 200s on up to 500,000. They're excited to announce the opening of their 4,000 square foot design center this spring. The new Bill Clark Homes Design Center is located on the corner of Red Banks Road and Greenville Boulevard. Bill Clark Homes, building family traditions. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them, and it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 
craftsmanship. T-tops, towers, no tops, front seats, back seats, no seats, no problem. Want a specialized top for cobia fishing or sight casting? No problem. Your family will love your new Pear Custom boat made by Pear Customs in Washington. Check out PearMarine.com or come see them at 106 Tar Heel Drive in Washington. Pear Customs, dedicated to building a superior product at an affordable price. Pirates, Panthers, the P-Man. Oh, my. More of the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game right now. All right, nobody likes a bread. All right, uh, welcome back. <laughs> Good choice there, Ben. Uh, Jungle was uh, jamming today, and... Uh, of course, Scooter Rogers has returned to the booth here after uh, calling the uh, action of this uh, Pirate win today, 13-7. to It's been a long day and a fun day uh, for everybody who got here way early this morning and are uh, continuing to hang out. Uh, our friend Jared Plummer, Pack the Jungle on Twitter. Guy has got deep roots in this uh, ECU program. Uh, we talked to him about a year ago. Much happier day-to-day talking to you than when we talked to you a year ago, Jared. Yeah, baby, we'll take it. You know what? <clears throat> Going 1-0 at home in the second week of June is never a bad thing. No, absolutely not. <laughs> and what an environment today. Hey, what happened on the home run? Were you near that, the AMAC homer? So, Yeah, so actually, to be honest, I, I, was, I was about 20 feet away, and we saw Eric uh, Kennedy was a left fielder at the time, and um, we we did see it. I didn't realize that it went over. But, um, yeah, they actually ended up – it looked like the center fielder um, – actually, it looked like Eric, the left fielder, was in position to make the play. Center fielder came over. Pretty bad miscommunication. But, yeah, I guess – what was it? Was it Conseco back in the day that um, yeah. had, a, had a ball hit off his head? I think this hit off his glove this time. But I'm, I'm still – I haven't seen the video yet, but – um, yeah, it, yeah, it was, it was oh, in the webbing. It was in the webbing insane. of his glove and went out. It like was in the, that part yeah, and it well, glanced out. So, I got yeah, like I said, about twenty feet away. But um, yeah, we we did catch a, catch an eye on it. Oh my gosh, that place was absolutely bonkers. Oh, unbelievable! Yeah. That atmosphere today was uh, was something I've never experienced, and, I, and I'm very very serious when I say that. I'm not overhyping it. It was awesome. We got. Uh, Jared Plummer on the line with us here, one of the uh, uh, megaphone crew out there uh, who is uh, part of the jungle. And uh, he is, uh, I say, a goodwill ambassador for uh, ECU uh, baseball, although the, the fans in Texas, or at least the coach, might disagree with that. But uh, uh, how, how was all that today? I mean, did the, did the play, I know they came out with the horns up, and then the jungle treatment was the horns down for the outfielders. So did they, did those guys, I mean, we're not blaming anything on the kids, trust me, because they're, I mean, they're 18 to 20, 23 sure. year old uh, yeah. guys. They love to play in this environment. They can't help what dopey thing their coach said or anything like that. But, you know, when you have uh, those guys coming out, and I know they've played in some big environments. They, they play in a big environment in Austin week in and week out as well. Did they give you guys, uh, was it all kind of good natured as it always is with the jungle and the opposing yeah. Uh, yeah, players? Yeah. It wasn't that. Um, I'll say that the uh, the left footers, the men guy that we hang out with, I hang out with Heckle. But uh, the uh, number eight, um, Dylan, I believe was his, was his name, Campbell, um, he wasn't real receptive. He didn't really do a whole lot, which is fine. Um, uh, Eric Kennedy was a little more when he got uh, 
substituting in probably middle half of the game, maybe the late, late third. Yeah, he was definitely a little more, you know, a little more responsive here and there. Not everything was good, good natured. Honestly, it was um, there was no issue there. They were definitely more focused on the game. You could tell. Um, but I'll tell you what, and, and I don't know if you saw it on. I posted some pictures on Twitter. I've had a chance uh, over the over the course of the year to, to meet some uh, some people on Twitter um, for the Texas actually, and yeah. was able to finally meet up with them. I actually had them, hey, bring anybody you want over to our tailgate, and we had I don't know twelve or fifteen of the players' parents and stuff all came oh, wow. over and tailgated with us before. I posted some pictures on uh, on EC Jungle Twitter, but um, it was it was great. I mean, the starting starting pitcher Hanson, his father. Starting shortstop, uh, DH, um, the left fielder's uh, dad. I mean, it was just, or mom, excuse me, it, it, just a really awesome atmosphere. And I, I literally actually just got a message from them said one of the one of the coolest atmospheres we've ever been a part of. Thanks so much for making it special. You know, we'll get you tomorrow. So I literally just got that message yeah. from, uh, from them, one of the players' parents from Texas. Well, that, and that's the good-natured awesome. part of that and the relationships that this game uh, builds, uh, certainly. So, hey, look, we've been here before, a game away. Uh, so, I mean, look, it's it's not easy. Tomorrow, those 27 outs are going to be the most difficult in this program's history. I can assure you of that. Well, so, I mean, just yeah, – To take it a step I, further – Sorry, what I, I got be, a delay. To take it a step further, you, you think about it. We, we've been an out away, and yeah. we've been 90 feet away. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, let, yeah. So, we, we've been here before. So, yeah, we, we still got work to do. Yeah. So, just what would be your message – to you know, all these people we see out there beyond uh, left field on Charles driving home, listening to us on the radio right now. What what would be your message to Pirate Nation here? My message is to thank you for your passion, thank you for your loyalty. We're not done. We still have work to do. Um, stay humble and hungry. Uh, we, we're we're not there yet. We need everybody to come full throat tomorrow. Get hydrated tonight. Get some sleep. Because <laughs> um, it's, uh, tomorrow, it's, tomorrow it's on. It's going to be awesome so, atmosphere tomorrow. Tomorrow might be a bad day to be a cold. Everybody likes to put that up cleverly, but I mean, tomorrow yeah. really might be a bad day to be a cold beer here. It really might be because it's, well, it's going to be wild. I mean, yeah, with, with, with all respect, I think a lot of Pirate Nation's been prepping their liver for this, <laughs> for this day tomorrow. It could be, uh, no, all joking aside, it's, it, it's, uh, we, we should have some fun whether you want to drink or not. Uh, it's going to be an insane yeah. atmosphere tomorrow. Um, well, if you don't have a ticket, which I can tell you, I woke up uh, a couple of days ago to, I think it was 60-something private messages on Twitter asking if I had tickets for Saturday's game. Not even Friday, Yeah, for Saturday. So tomorrow's game is going to be, uh, for the record books, literally, whatever whatever yeah. the outcome, it's going to be a great atmosphere. Yeah, no, it's going to uh, be. You're going to want to be a part of it. It's going to be epic. Uh, and, and I'll say this, 57-23 today. You know, sometimes you, you hear a crowd announced at a sporting event, you kind of roll your eyes because they're, yep. you know, maybe counting hands or something, counting fingers and toes. But I, I think there was more than that well, here today. <laughs> I, mean, I thought it was well, it was 20 okay. deep out there in I left agree. field. Look, I can tell you how many people are out in the jungle. And, and uh, I think the 20 – look, I think the number's significant. I think, I think they choose the 23 on the end um, intentionally, which I don't blame them. Um, but at the same time, I think – I think if you put six thousand out there, the fire marshal is going to come come calling. So um, if you say yes, so yeah, I think fifty-seven, twenty-three, or whatever they yeah. want to call it, that's right. fine. There was, yeah. there's fifty-nine hundred out there. Well, I can assure you this: the Pirates win tomorrow. Uh, oh. All one hundred some odd thousand that live in Greenville will claim they uh, were here. So that that we know. You know, I, I want to see. I'd love to see some shots, and I haven't had a chance to look on anything, but I'd love to see some shots of that uh, at tailgate watch party outside the stadium. 
because it looked like people were starting to kind of pile in a little bit before the game. I ran out there real briefly. Yeah. Um, it was a pretty cool deal out on the right field, where the, uh, excuse me, uh, down the first baseline, here there in the football stadium. I already had the big 18-foot screen. Um, yeah. I'd love to see how that ended up being. And it, look, I'll tell you, if you can't get a ticket tomorrow into the game, please make it out there. Uh, the atmosphere out there will be just as, just as exciting as inside. Yeah, I know a guy used to work for us, Pat Jones, who I think that's where he ended up. And I was trying to, I'm trying to get him to, I don't have his number anymore, so I'm trying to get him to, to get up with us. So if you're listening to this, Pat, uh, 252-561-GAME, uh, 4263 is what game is if you want to call uh, in. and Because uh, I, I think that's where he was today. I, none of our staff people that were out doing social media today could, uh, could get uh, that out there. Uh, or got over there, at least to my knowledge. So I really would like to know, uh, unlike you, I'd kind of like to know how that turned out. Hey, by the way, uh, thank you for the kind words. It was really awesome to have uh, uh, Keith LeClaire's daughter on yesterday, Audrey LeClaire. She was just, uh, oh, what, what, a, what a great young lady. And they're here this weekend, and I think that's just going to be a cool thing for them to, uh, to experience uh, – I know it's cool today to experience this, but I think it'll be great for them to experience that. Yeah, uh, look, and, and I don't, I, mean, I don't know how well you know. I, I was in the dugout and and uh, with the Claires last year um, as a student athletic trainer, mm-hmm. and um, I, I remember her running around the stadium, running around you know the field here and there. He, she, uh, she and Drew, um, you know, just a little, just a little one. I, I've been following her ever since then, um, and and her brother. And I'll tell you, look, I, we're we're proud of every part of that family we love them literally like they're our family and uh so proud of of audrey and and um and just everything that that she's building and 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 her heart and all that and um she's she's always got a special place in uh in greenville and and uh excited to see her grow and do big things she got she got biggest fans of life i can yeah yeah well though this is i mean this is wherever they wind up this is always going to be home for them so i i I think they know you got it hey uh thanks man we'll uh we'll catch up with you soon and uh have fun out there uh, we'll try that. Thanks, man. Appreciate it, guys. All right. Go Pirates, baby. One more. Yeah, there he goes. One more. Now he's right. We've been there. Uh, we've been darn close and uh, have not uh, ever really uh, pulled it off. It just this today had a feel. Uh, it really was a lot different than that trip out to Texas Tech as far as the feel of it and, and that sort of thing. All right. We do have highlights to go through. Uh, I want to grab a break. We'll come back. Scott Rogers has been uh, – uh, with us, and we're going to talk with uh, Scoot as we go through the highlights here. I tell you what, we actually might just save the highlights for the top of the hour uh, when we have kind of the normal audience that joins us, kind of an expanded edition. I do want to give a shout-out. We're not a shout-out show, but I am giving a shout-out uh, to my main man, Fitzpatrick Jay, who's been over in uh, Kinston all week posted up there. He's listening. Ben, can you give me a, a Hey Ben with uh, Fitz's voice? Hey Ben! There you go. So I hope he heard that. I hope he heard that. Ben Byron producing today. You've been uh, strangely silent, Ben. What do you got to say about? Hey, Ben. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. Hang tight. We'll get. We'll get the roundtable going with uh, Scooter and Ben and yours truly after this timeout on the post game slash extended edition of the Patrick Johnson Show here on the flagship of the Pirates, ninety four three. The game. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up. Your flagship home of Pirate Basketball, 94.3 The Game.
Father's Day is June 19th. What will you get Dad this year? Acre Station has a Father's Day gift box that Dad will love. And what a great value. Listen to what's in the Father's Day grill and gift box for just $75.49. Two 16-ounce beef filet steaks, a 16-ounce select New York steak, a 16-ounce choice ribeye, one rack of meaty baby back pork ribs, two 8-ounce boneless pork chops, and an 8-ounce package of Acre Station special seasoning. What could be better for Dad this year than the Acre Station grill and gift box? And the value is amazing. At just $75.49. Acre Station has you covered. And here's our little secret. You can tell Dad it's all about him, but the family will love it too. You can order online at acrestation.com or call 252-927-3489. Order now so Acre Station can get it ready in time for Dad on Father's Day. You simply cannot get it fresher than Acre Station. This isn't grocery store quality. This is Acre Station quality. Acre Station. Highway 32 between Washington and Plymouth. Limited sale with no rain checks and only while supplies last. Country Mart stores of Pitt County are locally owned and part of your community. At Country Mart, they offer that great Shell gasoline with Shell rewards that save you money at the pump. And these days, that's really important. And don't forget Smitty's Restaurant at the Highway 11 store with great lunch specials daily and Pat's desserts that will be the best you've ever had. The Stokes location also offers hot food. Country Mart with two locations, Highway 11 between Greenville and Bethel and Highway 903 in Stokes. Welcome to U.S. Cellular. Yeah, hi. I want a new phone for free, but not just any phone. I want the newest, fastest, most storage-holding 5G unlimited data-using phone in here <clears throat> for free. Sure. Your choice. Really? Yep. At U.S. Cellular, we put you first. So choose any phone from any brand free. Plus, get unlimited data for just $30 a month. U.S. Cellular, America's locally grown wireless. Terms apply to uscellular.com for details. We all love using Uber Eats, DoorDash, and grocery pickup. It makes life so much easier. Well, now there's cellular delivery. And the team at Cellular Warehouse has perfected the process. They will deliver your new phone right to your door with all your information loaded on the new phone. And the best thing is there's no charge for this awesome service. That's right, no charge for their delivery, and you don't have to waste half a day sitting in the cellular store. Call Toby Williams today at 252-799-7051 and let his team of experts make your cellular delivery today. Cellular Warehouse, your local U.S. cellular authorized agent serving all of Eastern Carolina. For over 100 years, the families at Bertie County Peanuts have been growing and selling peanuts. Much has changed since 1919, but quality is still number one. So if you're looking for great North Carolina snacks and gifts, look no further than Bertie County Peanuts. Small batch, hand-cooked, and 100% guaranteed. You can't go wrong with their gourmet peanuts. Shop online at BertieCountyPeanuts.net and your order will be delivered right to your front door. Bertie County Peanuts, a North Carolina tradition. Greenville's top sports show is back. Well, isn't that special? The Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. There we go. If you're gonna play in Texas, you gotta have a fiddle in the band. That lead guitar is hot, but not for a Louisiana man. So raw's enough that both are faded love and let's all dance. If you're gonna play in Texas, you gotta have a fiddle in the band. All right, this has been a uh, epic afternoon here in I remember down in Greenville Houston, at Clark Leclerc Stadium. We were we're still up in the, the uh, booth. We're going until six with the Patrick Johnson Show, an extended edition here today. And uh, we're continuing uh, on. Um, 
And uh, we got uh, Ben Byron back in the uh, studio controls there. Ben, what's uh, what say you, Ben, on all of this? What a day today. I think you said it well, Ben. Uh, and that is, you know, and look, nobody was doubting that the team couldn't right the ship at any point or, you know, I think there was a little frustration with the start of the season, quite obviously. I, nobody on, after the way the season started, thought, okay, this is going to be where we are, hosting a super regional and now uh, one game from making it to the ultimate goal of Omaha. But, uh, you know, that I mean, it's been a heck of a turnaround, hasn't it, Benjamin? Absolutely. I like how this team plays, especially uh, early on. You see a little bit more small ball, trying to get the bats hot with a couple bunts, and the next thing you know, it's like it's building up to a, to a big moment, like a big homer maybe in the middle of the game or late in the game. It's always a lot of fun to watch. That's been my big take on ECU, especially in the latter half of the season. It seems to be the same format every win, and uh, I'm loving it, absolutely loving it. The great uh, Scooter Rogers uh, is here. I mean – Try to think who was it? Fernando that had the great rookie of the year for the Dodgers way back when. I believe so. This is like a great rookie year for you. It's <laughs> tough. Going to be tough to top. It is, and you know what a first year it has been. Just with the start to the season, it was. But you know what a what a year it has been. You know, down the stretch in the later part of the season. You know, with the win streak, and then just getting hot at the right time. And you know, four World Series trips. Not only just in the college ranks, but in Major League Baseball. And you look at J.H. Rose last year at the high school level, getting hot at the right time is such a big key in the postseason, and that's what this team has done. But, you know, like you said, you know, this is a, a gritty team that, you know, never feels like they're out of a game. Good example again today. But obviously tomorrow is going to be very fun and could be a history-making win for the Pirates. Uh, we got a bunch of highlights. We'll get to those at the uh, top of the hour. Uh, ben, I just shot you uh, uh, some info if you want to look at that to uh, see if we could uh, get that. I, I, obviously, you were in the booth. I, I couldn't really see from up here, and I didn't come in this way today, uh, you know, that setup over there, uh, the, the watch party setup. Mm-hmm. So I, I really – it wasn't where I, exactly where I envisioned it being. I think it was a fir- little further out uh, still. So I, 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 we're trying to get up with somebody who I, I think was there just to kind of see what that – that situation was like uh, today because uh, I imagine it was hype uh, like it was in here. Boy, the crowd was – I mean, stayed to the very end too. was just fantastic today. Yeah, and the crowd was awesome. I see a record-breaking crowd today of over 5,700, especially for a Friday afternoon, as Jared Plummer was talking about just a few moments ago, you know, the amount of ticket requests that he had for tomorrow's game. And tomorrow, obviously, with it being Saturday, people are going to be off of work. That sort of thing, but tomorrow is going to be another unbelievable atmosphere, and especially with the Pirates winning today. Everybody's obviously going to want to be here to see the possible win to go to the College World Series, and so another great environment. Hopefully tomorrow at 12 noon, and uh, no starter yet for the Pirates right. name. I don't believe, but if I you know maybe look at the way the Pirates pitch today, maybe Josh Groves gets to start tomorrow. Someone like that. Don't think you would see Jake Hunter tomorrow, but if I had to make a good guess, I would say probably Josh Groves gets to start tomorrow. Yeah, uh, probably so. And a couple of key arms out of the pen that did not go today. Agnos really came in and uh, and locked that down. Uh, and also Carter Spivey did as well. But you have some guys available tomorrow too. And that's the – I mean, if, if there are many strengths to this team right now, but the bullpen has been the constant 
throughout the whole year. Oh yeah, and you know, obviously Trey is Savage through today, but he's that that's the way he's done all season long. He comes in for an inning, yeah. gets out of jams. But for the Pirates not to use Ben Tewilliger and Garrett Saylor today, they had them warming up down in the pen in the ninth and the eighth and ninth inning in case Zach Agnos got into a jam, but they were able not to use them today, but those are two big bullpen arms for the Pirates to have tomorrow fresh. Hey, um, they used seven pitchers today. Now, the bullpen is not their strength, and a lot of that at the end, a guy worked a third, a guy would work two-thirds, just faced a batter. So they kind of pieced it together in bit by bit. I know everybody was getting on their coach seat, but I think that was by design today. He really wasn't looking at matchups per se. I think he was just looking, okay, how can I get us to the point? Because his offense kept them in it. How can I get this to the point where I could just use these arms we do have down there so I could at least preserve them as much as possible tomorrow? That's what it seemed like to me. Yeah, it did seem like today, like that today. And you know, Tristan Stevens was one of those arms they used today, and he has been their guy in that bullpen. And well, he left. got shellacked. He did, and he did not have a good outing at all today. And you know, it's been a little up and down for him this season, but. That whole bullpen has had some woes, especially in the later part of the season after talking with Texas Radio's crew. And, you know, obviously the Pirates will see Lucas Gordon starting tomorrow. But bullpen-wise, it's going to be interesting to see what Texas has left, especially with the amount that they use today and if they can bring Tristan Stevens back. But do you bring him back? Because, obviously, what the Pirates were able to do to him today because he was really the one that allowed the Pirates to really break that one open late in the game. Uh, that's uh, Scott Rogers, Patrick Johnson with you here. We are uh, going to get you up to the 5 o'clock hour, then we'll start our Patrick Johnson show in earnest. Uh, we've already got some highlights ready to go, but we'll wait and save those for the 5 o'clock hour. Hopefully uh, in the latter part of the hour we'll have some comments from Coach Godwin uh, and the players after today's victory. It may even have uh, – I'd like to hear some of the, what Coach Pierce's thoughts were if we're able to get to some of those uh, today. Uh, as uh, well. All right, I got you, Ben, on that. So uh, we're, we'll still try to get in touch with some uh, some people who said they wanted to come on with us or would come on with us. Uh, I think we're going to get another report from out in the jungle post game uh, as well. Uh, Scott, you've seen this. You've been here pitch for pitch for pitch the entire season. Sixty-five games into this thing now today. Uh, what about this? I mean, what would you put the finger on? Is why this team is playing like they are right now because, I mean, it, it was truly a 180 in a lot of ways. Yeah, you know, the beginning of the year you look and the offense was, was struggling a little bit in terms of those timely hits that we've seen a lot of over the past couple of weeks. And, I, and I've always thought through the most part of this year from start to finish, pitching has been fine with this East Carolina club. It was just kind of getting that offense going. And, you know, Coach Goblin said, you know, the whole time at the beginning of the year, this team's going to figure it out. This team's going to figure it out. We're going to be all right. And obviously they have. But I, I really think that offense has been the key part down the stretch. And then, you know, pitching-wise, too, I think it's really a combination of both of the timely hits from the offense and then the way this team has been able to throw the ball on the mound over the past couple of weeks, especially with that bullpen. You know, this team, you know, they don't have starters right now. You know, this is a truly a bullpen team when you have the guy who really was your closer at the beginning of the year and C.J. Mayhew throwing, you know, five innings of work today in the start. But, you know, a combination of that and then the, the act that really Coach Galvin talks about, and that's that selfless act that this team has where it doesn't matter who it is making the plays, who's on the mound. This team rallies around whoever it is out there, and I think that's a big part as well of this team's success. 
Bryson World today, uh, another four-hit game for him. He scored four runs, drove in a couple of runs uh, in the uh, game today, uh, clocked his 19th homer of the season. The Starling homer was a little surprising, but it was a heck of a shot. Uh, Amac, of course, had the, uh, the ball that went off of the uh, glove of uh, the uh, center fielder or the uh, left fielder and left the yard. Point is it glanced off an outfielder's glove and left the yard. But I think Jenkins, uh, Jenkins Cowart was, uh, you know, if you were giving out the uh, superlative of player of the game, from my mind, it seemed like he came up with big plays. And, and another kind of underrated play, and <sighs> help me remember when this happened, but he had, uh, in fact, it was in the eighth inning. Menendez, I believe, was on third. And well, they had a runner on third. Mm-hmm. Hit it out to him on a fly ball. Usually that would have scored a runner, and I think at the time would have made it a one-run game. He got the ball in really, really – not the greatest throw, but just the way that he has mm-hmm. used that arm this year to, to throw guys out. World, too. In other words, I think Texas was well aware of what that side – what the center and right side of the uh, outfield were capable of. Yeah, absolutely. You know, a lot of people think of Jacob Jenkins Coward and think of his offense, but – you know, his defense has been a big part of this club all season long. And like you said today, you know, that throw he had to keep that tying run off the board in the top of the eighth and them not tagging at third was huge. And, you know, like you said, it wasn't the best of throws that he had. But, you know, just to be able to have, like you said, Texas knows that he's a, has a very good arm in the outfield. And, you know, obviously that goes through those coaches' head and when sending runners like that. Before Jenkins Cowart, too, to be just a freshman and, ha- and being such a huge part of this East Carolina club, I think says a lot about him, not only as a player, but as a person too. Um, we, we'll, we'll, we're going to find out. We'll see if there's going to be any sort of uh, word about the time being moved up or, or anything like that. You know, the rain is supposed to come here in the afternoon. I, that's been swirling around. I've been getting some uh, questions about that on the always anonymous text line, but that is not, uh, you know, not uh, anything that uh, we've been told definitively as of yet. So, uh, we're trying to uh, – we'll learn that and hopefully pass it along to you if we uh, we get to that point. Uh, and we learned that uh, here today. But uh, Worrell with uh, the four-for-five performance. Uh, Mayhew, I believe, uh, uh, matched his career high with the nine strikeouts, didn't he, today? So he did. five innings uh, did allow the four runs. Uh, Pirates, though, appear to be really setting pretty for tomorrow as far as the pitching goes. Uh, and uh, – I- I personally think, you know, Texas has got a lot of pressure on their top two starters. Uh, tomorrow they've got to have, uh, I think, another – well, just a better performance out of their starting pitcher to have a shot. You saw uh, Melendez. What, what was your impression of him? I mean, uh, good as advertised? Obviously the ball he hit yeah. out on to, to Charles, I mean, was titanic. But, I mean, you know enough about it to know – you know, just how a guy – I mean, they, they, they do pass the eye test. When they get off the bus, it's a pretty impressive group. But uh, what what'd you think of his performance today? I thought, you know, obviously a very good hitter. You know, numbers show it. And then obviously the long home run that he hit today. But obviously he had two strikeouts in today's game. And so Pirates were really hitting that outside corner hard with him at the plate. And it showed, you know, they figured out how to pitch to him where really that he has his slower starts, sort of say – at the plate during those matchups. And for him to have two strikeouts today definitely showed that he is beatable at the plate, and the Pirates were able to figure that out today. Yeah, absolutely uh, they were. All right, we're going to uh, grab a break here uh, in just a bit. Uh, so, Ben, if you'll let me know when we hit uh, 
that uh, 56.50 uh, mark right before that. We'll, uh, we'll wrap things uh, up for this uh, portion of the Patrick Johnson Show. Uh, we've got probably, uh, you know, I, I, always anonymous text line, is tomorrow's game the biggest and most important sporting event ever on the ECU campus? I'd say yeah. I mean, I, I would put it up there with the conference championship game in football um, when the Pirates won their second conference USA title. Peach Bowl. Well, that one played here. So, I mean, you know, there were games that Peach Bowl season. I thought he was just talking about most important ECU sport. No, no, he said played on campus. Oh, I, think, okay. I think the most important one played on campus ever, yeah. I think undoubtedly uh, the response to that Thank always God. anonymous text line. Oh, no so Peach Bowl talk. Well, you could. Well, I'm not going to say. I'm going to be positive today. Positive pirates today, Ben. Positive pirates. All right. Uh, stay tuned. We'll have more reports from the jungle. We'll have highlights. Hopefully, some comments from the postgame locker room. More with Scott Rogers and more with uh, Ben and more from yours truly here on the Patrick Johnson Show. So stay with us for the five o'clock hour. I put NY onto The pitch. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up. That ball is gone. On your flagship home of Pirate Baseball. 94.3 The Game. We're in the most active season of the year right now, but if you have joint pain, you can't do things you like to do. Maybe that joint pain's keeping you from playing around the golf. You know, we got tennis, we got pickleball, maybe just getting out, going for a jog in your neighborhood. QC Kinetics is helping people right here get the fun back with advanced regenerative treatments from local medical professionals. Regenerative medicine is the hottest thing going. It's basically taking growth factors with healing properties from your own body, highly concentrated, then putting them back into your aching joints. They have over 100 clinics nationwide, including right here. So, yes, you can get real relief from pain with no surgery, no drugs, no downtime. Stop putting it off. Call QC Kinetics now to learn more about regenerative medicine and get a totally free in-office consultation. Call QC Kinetics now. 252-765-PAIN. 252-765-PAIN. 765-PAIN. Inner Banks Media's Concert on the Common Season continues. The family event full of good times, beautiful weather, and outdoor fun. Enjoy live music with your friends and family, along with adult beverages and great food on Greenville's Town Common. The next band to hit the stage at the Greenville Toyota Amphitheater is Trial by Fire, the Journey Tribute Band, June 23rd. This year will also feature music from the Chicago Tribute Band, Chicago Rewired. All the details at ConcertOnTheCommon.org. Special thanks to the City of Greenville and the Junior League of Greenville. Concert on the Common is sponsored by Hit Greenville Airport, Town Bank, Poly Pylon State Farm Insurance, SCA Collections, Sawyer's Fun Park, Suddenly, Greenville Utilities, The Air Doctor, ECU Health, The Ritchie Law Firm, and Interbanks Media. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby! The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola a journey to Foodopia. Burgers, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. 
Is that the sound of an ooey gooey cheesy crunchy slice of P-I-Z-Z-A? <laughs> Obviously, but as good as that sounds, we think it can get even better. Oh yeah, that's the sound of a freshly opened fizz-filled Pepsi. The only thing that can take this flavor medley of crunchy dough, mouth-watering cheese and savory sauce to the next level. How about another bite? Pepsi and pizza sound like a match made in heaven and taste even better. Pizza, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on your flagship home of the ECU Pirates. 94.3 The Game. WRHD HD1, Farmville, Washington, Greenville. Greenville's home for sports 24 7. 24 7. 943 The Game and get you to the weekend edition of the patrick johnson show the super regional edition pirates with a win today we've been here since uh the network left the air, and uh, we'll continue on until 6 o'clock tonight. 13-7 was the uh, Pirate final. 28 hits pounded out between these two today. Ben Byram in our uh, 94-3 The Game Studios as uh, I'm out here today at Clark LeClaire Stadium uh, in the uh, broadcast booth. Uh, ben, we say hello to you first of all. Hey, Ben. Always on top of it. Always. On I was top dealing of it. with Chris. I, I got uh, a lot going on here. I if got you're dealing, if you're dealing with Chris, you got a lot on your plate. You just you got do. some Texas audio for us. So. Ah, yeah. okay. So we do have some of that. Well, first of all, hello, Ben. How you Great doing? Great job this afternoon. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, and uh, off to a rousing start. And uh, we're here with uh, uh, Scott Rogers, of course, who's uh, done all the baseball games for ECU this uh, season on radio and. Uh, a huge win today. Uh, Pirates uh, answered early. I thought that was big. And I thought that the uh, the eighth inning, Texas got a couple of runs, could have gotten some more, didn't. And then the Pirates, the floodgates opened for them in the bottom half. Yeah, and you know, <clears throat> like we said, the Pirate defense in that top of the eighth really was key for keeping that tying run off the board. And then for the Pirates to explode really in the bottom of the eighth, really, I thought – put this game away and you know like you said that Texas used a lot of arms especially in that eighth inning which I think is going to be a key thing for tomorrow but you know it always seems like in the middle innings and then that bottom of the eighth is where this team really starts to explode for runs but it was good to see them to get those insert insurance runs especially with Texas's offense. Texas had uh, a, a what ended up being a ground rule double now it would have scored two runs had it not have been and yeah, they went on to, to score the the second run ultimately. But it cost them an out to score that run. So they traded an out for a run in that instance. Big difference having a guy on second base with no outs and two runs in in a one-run game than a guy at, you know, second and third off the ground rule double and you have to trade an out for a run. That was a little kind of nuanced part of this game. You might say, well, Texas ended up with the two runs yesterday again. They get two in and have a guy sitting out a duck on a pond, if you will, at second uh, with no outs. That's a big difference in this game, I think. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, they probably would have tied the game in that inning if that had been the case. But, you know, that was obviously a huge turn of events, like you said, to keep that run 
off the board. And, you know, there was a lot of things like that that kind of didn't go Texas's way today, not only that ground rule double, but also with the home run for Alec Makarevich in and yeah. out of the center fielder's glove as well. Yeah, went off. Uh, and, and AMAC made a great play to end the eighth inning and then uh, came back. And, uh, I mean, how many times do you see it? Somebody makes a great play in the field, and then you have the uh, the play uh, at the plate or, or key base hit in the inning. In this case, it was the uh, home run and the floodgates uh, just open. All right, let's go through some of the highlights of this one here uh, and uh, get you caught up. Pirates win it today 13-7. to They're now a victory away from making it to Omaha in the College World Series for the first time ever. Uh, big moment early in the game as Ivan Melendez was up at the plate and C.J. Mayhew got him out on strikes. Three two, swung on and missed by Melendez as he is down on strikes for the second time today in the fifth strikeout of the day for C.J. Mayhew and there's two down here at the top half of the third. And then uh, we get to uh, later in the game when Bryson Worrell uncorks his 19th home run of the season. Going just two innings, giving up seven hits and six runs. In the first pitch, he delivers to Bryson Worrell. It's going to be a deep fly in the right. Staley's going back, and it's gone! Right in front of the scoreboard. Welcome to the game, Zane Morehouse. Bryson Worrell says, welcome as well. Bryson Worrell with his 19th. Home run of the season. It is seven to two. East Carolina in the bottom half of the fifth. So it was three two uh, early. Pirates then would tack on three more in the fourth, and then the Bryson Worrell shot, and that was the first of two times today, Scott, that they greeted a Texas reliever with a home run. Yeah, and you know, anytime you can jump on a reliever like that right out of the gates is huge in a game like this. But like you said, twice for them to do that in a game, you know, you don't see that. A whole lot, and, you know, obviously I think that was a big part of the way the Pirate offense worked today. This is Staley uh, making a great catch uh, in the game. And, again, this was a case where uh, Texas wasn't going to go away. And they got their offense going probably too little too late. We're we're unable to get runners on ahead of their big boppers today. But this is Staley who had uh, that kit, that over-the-fence catch in this one. Morehouse will get the side, comes set, the pitch home. Swing on, a fly ball on the right. Staley is tailing towards the line, still going, still running, and he's going to make a running catch as he flips into the bullpen. What a catch from Murphy Staley in right field. And then uh, Ivan Melendez, uh, college baseball's home run king this season, uh, just tunned one out onto uh, Charles Boulevard. When one. Swung on, and there's number 31. Melendez is going to watch that one go a very long ways. And that might have landed onto Charles Boulevard. What a shot from Ivan Melendez for his 31st home run of the season. There are no doubters. That was a no-doubter from uh, Melendez. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, like we said, as you heard me there, I was like, yep, he's that one's gone. Uh, but I was getting some texts with some people out in the jungle, and I said, you know, it looked like it landed on Charles Boulevard. There was a couple of people that texted me and it said did. that it did <laughs> land out there, and that was no doubt at least 500 feet. It had to have yeah, been. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, sixth inning, uh, one of a couple of key double plays uh, 
that the Pirates turned in this game. Texas had already played it a couple with the big blows. Uh, Pirates get out of the inning. For two today with two flyouts. Spivey will get the sign and Cubs set. Takes a peek at second. The pitch home. Swung on, a ground ball right to Jacob Starling. He'll flip to Agnos for one, over to first, in time for the four, six, three. Double play, that Pirate defense coming through once again to get the Pirates out of a jam here in the top half of the six. We go to the bottom half. And then there was uh, another uh, twin killing turn by the Pirates the following inning. Fairly deep. Bryson Worrell playing a little bit farther in than the corners. That infield still shifted towards the left side. Spivio comes set. The 0-1. Swung on a ground ball to third. Amax got it. He'll step on the back for one. Throw to first. Is it in time? It is! What a play from Alec Makarevich for the 5-3 double play to get the Pirates out of a huge jam. Another instance where it looked like Texas was going to maybe uh, start to, to really get the offense ginned up a little, and that double play really shifted the momentum. Yeah, and, you know, Alec Makarevich's defense all season long has been really good, and a large part of why this team has been fielding close to 990 this season in terms of fielding percentage. But, you know, not just Alec Makarevich, but all over this Pirate infield and the outfield as well, the defense on this club is a big part of where this team is today. All right, uh, we continue on with some of the highlights uh, from today. Uh, and uh, this was the miscue in uh, left field by uh, Texas that led to the AMAC home run to lead off the eighth. You have a couple of other defensive changes for Texas as Ace Whitehead has entered right field. As Makarevich puts the swing on one, knocks it into the left center field gap. It's going to be the center fielder, Hodo! Diving after it, it knocks over his glove and goes over to Fitz for a home run. So uh, that is just uh, when the Pirates started to really open things up. Pirates uh, got double digits in runs with this here. One of the hottest hitters in college baseball right now. The 0-1. Swung on, a line drive in the right field for a base hit. Giles is going to round third. He's going to come in. Throw goes to second. Giles will score. And East Carolina now with a 10-7 lead over Texas with the RBI single from Bryson World. So some breathing room there, and then the Pirates get two more courtesy of JJC. As we said, the bullpen woes has been the concern for this Texas club. 2-1, line drive in the right field for a base hit. Hoover's going to be sent home, rounding third. That's going to get all the way to the wall. Worrell is going to round third. He's going to come in to score. Jenkins Coward will head into second. Jacob Jenkins Coward with yet another timely hit for the Pirates in his young freshman campaign. It is a 12-7. East Carolina lead here in the bottom half of the eighth. All right, so those are the highlights. Let's go to the phone now where uh, a man who's been uh, here since before 7 this morning, the Big Hen, reporting from the jungle out there somewhere in left field. Big Hen. Hey, hey. How Did you get you? your phone charged? 
Yeah, we got. Hey, look who's coming right. Look right here. As soon as we get up, right on the air, here's Chad Tracy. We'll oh, major. I'm on the radio. Come here, Chad Tracy. Everybody, we got a bunch of people out here in left field. We're on the radio right now. Chad Tracy is here with us. Chad Tracy, former Pirate, great major leaguer. And uh, what was your reaction to this today? Oh man, it's a good day for Greenville. Good day for the Pirates. Good, good day for the fans. I mean, couldn't ask for anything more. I know you're one of uh, Cliff's very close friends. I mean, this is huge, isn't it? What he's done with this program. I mean, I don't. Cliff, Cliff has done such a great job. Um, I can't tell you how proud I think all of us Pirate fans and Pirate uh, players are with the job that he's done with with this program. And I, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's just so many good things to say about it. You don't, don't have enough time. One away from Omaha, baby. One more, baby. One more. We're going to get it tomorrow? Yes, sir. We're going to do it. <laughs> I love it. Chad Tracy. All right, we are live out here. We're out here in the jungle. Let's see if anybody's paying attention. Purple! Oh! I think they're paying attention. Look, we got three or four folks. I got to talk to Robert Brinkley. Robert Brinkley is former uh, chairman of the Board of Trustees, but also had a great baseball career here. What, what year did you finish about? Was it uh, about 39? Was it 40? What year was it? Well, my friend Jack Jenkins said it was before electricity, but it really was <laughs> late 70s, 74 to 78. I remember your baseball career, and you've served the university in many ways, but how about your feelings about what's going on here today? Well, first, I never liked coming on behind Chad Tracy because <laughs> my baseball career and his were two different levels. That, you know, oh, I'm so proud of them. I really thought they outplayed Texas, and, and, you know, we weren't intimidated, and I thought in some ways, you know, they were the ones kicking the ball around. We were the ones playing good defense and really poised. I was really proud of them. We can We can play with anybody in the country. One away from Omaha. Boy, what would it mean for this program to finally get there after all these years? Yeah, we, you know, it's been sort of our, our goal and our guide star, and we need to get the monkey off our back a little bit. We can play with anybody, and I, that, this year is going to be the year. Guys, everybody's there. we got celebrities everywhere out here in the jungle. Uh, Jack Jenkins, come over here, Jack. we got Leo Jenkins' son. Leo Jenkins, who remains one of my heroes, and if you're a pirate today and you don't know who Leo Jenkins is, you you need to find out who he is because he is the he is the father of this university. And Jack was here, grew up here, while his dad was chancellor. And Jack's now uh, uh, down in Moorhead City. Came up today, and boy, how about this? Hey, what what is Leo down on us and saying today? Great day to be a pirate. That's all I can say. My father would be extremely proud of how the pirates played today, how the fans turned out. This is what it's all about. This was the vision that he had in the 60s, and it's materialized through the years, and we all as Pirates should be proud at this time. I consider myself lucky to have been around as long as I have, but I got to know your father. He was the chancellor when I was here, and, uh, you know, he was so great to the students, but he had a passion for athletics. He kept saying it's the front door of the university. We have to excel in athletics. He wanted, he wanted the football program. That was his thing, and, of course, he built that football program. He hired Pat Dye, and you see what's happened to the program, but uh, athletic, he, he emphasized athletics and he knew what it meant to a university. I agree 100%. Henry, my dad thought very highly of you through the years, but I will tell you this, if athletics is the front porch of the university, we have one beautiful front porch yeah. here in East Carolina right now at Clark LeClaire Stadium and with this team. Omaha, baby. Omaha, baby. We're all going to be there. All right. All right, guys. We're out here. Patrick, uh, anybody you want, me to, you want to talk to Max? Yeah, let's uh, let's put here. a little Max Joiner on. We've, now look, it's radio, so we don't we don't have the bouncing Max, ball on the screen, and we might need a hey, translator. <laughs> he just went into bus and shut the door. 
Oh, all right. <laughs> we're having. What? I got a bone. To, I got a bone to pick with you, Patrick. We were all out here waiting. Right. We're shook to get out here and cook. Hey, bud, how you doing? Tim Colmore, everybody. We're live on the radio right here. Get over here, Colmore. Remind me who you are. Yeah, Matt Bridges. I got two of the best right here. Get over here. Get over here, Matt. I couldn't recognize Matt. Uh, Tim Colmore, uh, Cam Colmore just walked up. Uh, and uh, what are you guys thinking today after watching this? It's awesome to see the boys do it. Um, you know, let's finish this thing tomorrow. It's exciting, especially, you know, at home. Yeah. You know, Coach Godwin always told us, you know, if we get them all, it's meant to be, you know, in Clark Leclerc Stadium. It's meant to do it here. Yeah. So it's just special to see, and tomorrow we're going to be fired up. Both you guys had a great career on the mound. Matt Bridges, Patrick, we got two studs out here. Matt, what are you thinking today after all this? Uh, it's incredible. You know, Pirate Nation showed out today. Uh, I know they're going to be here tomorrow. Uh, it's going to be exciting to see, and uh, we're all here to witness. witness. Are we going to Omaha tomorrow the day? Uh, let's we'll do it. One yeah. Time. One pitch at a time. Oh, see, they're talking like players yeah, we'll there. <laughs> you guys had, you guys hadn't got the fan men. We're all saying tomorrow's the day. Tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. You know, take one pitch at a time. Um, we're just thinking how you know how Coach G thinks. <laughs> one pitch at a time. You guys got too much Godwin in you. You got too much Godwin in you. Yes, sir. Well, the boys are locked and loaded. Talked to a lot of them after the game, so they're fired up. Um, so it's gonna be a great day on Saturday. Matt Bridges and Cam Comer. How about that? We got celebrities everywhere. Thank you guys. Wow. Good to see you both. Great to see both of you. Patrick. All the heavies. I can't get. I can't get Max. But I was I was making a point that we were all out here waiting for Shook to get out here and cook. Right. And we turned. We were like, "Where is Shook? Where is Shook?" We turned the radio on in the bus, and Shook was on the radio with you. I know. We've had every major I mean, you name on the on the show today. Out here, he had the tongs. He had the barbecue sauce. He's over here. Cook. Look, he's putting the sauce on the ribs right now. Are you going to have anything left for Patrick when he gets up? <laughs> I don't know if you can ever have enough for Patrick. Patrick <laughs> <laughs> and Scooter want—they want to be fed. I know All we're right, up guys. here working hard still, for the for the company today. It's still a party out here in the jungle. Yeah, that sounds like it. Well, we'll see you guys in a little bit. Uh, great job down there. Awesome to have uh, Chad Tracy, Matt Bridges, Cam Colmore on, and uh, others. Uh, thank you, Big N. We appreciate it. Big I'm day. Sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry I couldn't get the big name on Matt. Uh, uh, Max Joyner went into the bus, shut the door. He is the biggest weenie I've ever seen him. I had another word I was about to say. But uh, what is up with Max? He won't go on the radio. I don't know. So he doesn't I, usually have any trouble running his mouth, so it's amazing he won't go on the radio and do it. Well, <laughs> what did he say? He said, he said something. I ruined his city council career when I put him on the radio. Uh, I put him on the radio and ruined his city council career. Well, I think some other I things. I think he didn't might need any help do. doing yeah, that. He didn't need a lot of help with that. Hey, great job, uh, Big Ken, out there. That was awesome to get some of those guys on. It's cool to hear from them. Thanks so much, man. All right, check back in later if you want. We got food waiting for you guys. Oh, great! All right, there he is, the Big Ken out there. All right, uh, we got some comments coming up from the Texas side. We've got the comments ready from the ECU side of things. Uh, so let's uh, grab a break. We'll come back, and we'll have uh, more of the Patrick Johnson Show post-victory edition here in the Super Regional as ECU uh, a victory away from uh, their first ever trip to Omaha. Hey girl, what's your name? It's so loud in here. Can't... More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on your flagship home of Pirate Football. 94.3 The Game. If you want the best steak in Eastern North Carolina, then remember this name. 
The Seahorse Steakhouse, 2301A Stantonsburg Road in Greenville. They serve USDA prime ribeyes aged 50 days, cooked to perfection by Crystal. The Seahorse Grillmaster, guaranteed to be tender and juicy. The Saturday Night Prime Rib is an experience you'll never forget. It's the most flavorful, tender piece of beef you'll ever eat. Delicious is an understatement. You're sure to leave full and satisfied. But if you have room to spare, a generous slice of one of their homemade cakes will take care of that. So the next time you want a really good steak in a relaxed family atmosphere, remember the home of Daddy's Steaks and Mama's Cakes. The Seahorse Steakhouse, Stantonsburg Road, Greenville. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker we have great rates for you as well at the term lifeline we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above so if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance call right now for a free quote rates and availability may vary by state sample rate quotes are based on preferred not tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify 800-807-1981 that's 800-807-1981 At the Vidant Wellness Centers, happy starts with healthy. And we all need a little happy and a lot of healthy. That's why we offer exercise equipment and classes. I know. There are indoor pools and personal training, too. And more wellness services. Like nutrition and yoga. With no annual commitments or hidden fees. Zip, zilch, nada. Because here, it's more than a gym membership. It's a happy, healthy relationship. Sign up today at VidantWellnessCenter.com and... Don't forget to bring a friend. (laughs) Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the North Carolina Army National Guard. Aired by the North Carolina Association of Broadcasters and this station. Pirates, Panthers, the P-Man. Oh, my. More of the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game right now. Ah, I feel good. Pirates a 13-7 win over Texas today in the Super Regional. Hey, before we uh, go on and get into uh, some of the uh, post-game uh, comments, I want to give a shout-out to uh, Summer Knight. Uh, last night, while a lot of us were sleeping, uh, Summer uh, became a two-time All-American out at the NCAA uh, track and field in uh, Oregon, the championships there. So we've already had uh, a Pirate make the the national uh, championship round uh this pirate baseball team will try to uh be the first uh, team to do that uh but uh as far as uh, summer night goes what a what a great career three-time conference champion record holder in uh, her pole vaulting event in both outdoor and indoor and a two-time all-american uh 
really cool to see her uh, do that uh, last night and uh, and get that uh, victory, uh, or at least uh, get to uh, All America status and placing in the top eight. Not easy to do uh, out there, and uh, you know we've always talked about Pirates kind of do it uh, with a little less than everybody else. Uh, that's certainly uh, the track and field, the success that she has had. Uh, they don't have uh, all the bells and whistles that some of those other uh, track and field programs have. So uh, we've got uh, Scott Rogers back up here with us after uh, today's uh, big pirate uh, victory, uh, a win away. Uh, and uh, the environment was just uh, really tremendous here today in this ballpark, a record crowd of 57-23. Yeah, it was. And, you know, with the highlights that we played a couple minutes ago, just being able to hear the purple gold chants in the background of some of those highlights was unbelievable. And, you know, credit to the guys in the jungle today for getting those chants started. And, you know, what an atmosphere it was. And, you know, I told a lot of people yesterday and that this was probably going to feel like a noon kickoff almost when you're walking up to the stadium day with a tailgate scene. And I think it was nothing short of that, but, you know, what an amazing atmosphere today and can't wait to do it again tomorrow. All right. Uh, right now at 12 noon, uh, first pitch tomorrow with an 11.50 uh, pregame show for the uh, for tomorrow on 94.3, the game. Uh, right now, let's uh, – here, let's uh, hit the pirate report, Ben, then we'll get into some of these comments. And now, Patrick Johnson with today's pirate report on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. All right, uh, Coach Godwin with his reaction uh, to the win today, 13-7 over Texas. Uh, great college baseball game, just back and forth. Uh, I mean, Texas offensively is probably the best offense we faced all year. Um, I thought Mayhew was really good after he gave up two runs and the offense scored three in that bottom of the first. We played really good defense. Amax play in the eighth inning um, had to play in because I could bunt. Tremendous play, and we just kept adding, and everybody did their job. So it was a really good game. Our crowd was unbelievable. I think our crowd helped out uh, Amax uh, opposite field home run, so that was pretty cool. Um, but just so so proud of our guys, the way they continue to battle uh, no matter what. And I'm just glad we're playing at home. So we need Pirate Nation to, to come back tomorrow and be really loud and um, break that attendance record again. We'll get more uh, from Coach Godwin coming up here in a little bit. Uh, this is Zach Agnos talking about his mentality. Yeah, I mean, after I made the play, we got back in and – I was just thinking, let's put them away now. So that was kind of my mentality. Just keep it easy and go attack them. Talking about when he uh, took over there and pitched the final two innings uh, and uh, pitched a one-hit shutout baseball in relief, did strike out a batter, uh, did hit someone. Uh, Texas got that base runner in the ninth, but the uh, Pirates were able to uh, piece it together. Really solid outing uh, from uh, C.J. Mayhew to start. Did get touched up for the four runs on the five hits. But struck out nine, was bringing it all day. Agnos uh, sealing the deal uh, in the end, and Agnos earns his third save of the year. More from Zach Agnos as he calls this uh, the most fun he's had playing in his young career. Yeah, uh, I mean, it was 7-2, and I didn't even feel comfortable. I felt like it was a one-run game with their offense. Um, you know, no lead is safe with them. Uh, emotions were pretty high, but, you know, when that, when that ball was hit, I knew AMAC was in, and, you know, I'm at short when we practice, and I see AMAC do that day in and day out. So it's just another play for AMAC, and um, it was huge momentum, man. And uh, our fans uh, fed into the momentum, man. They were 
fans were incredible, man. It was uh, it was truly just a it was an awesome game. It was one of most, it was the most fun college baseball game I've ever played in. So um, we're gonna need that same thing tomorrow. Uh, we're gonna get uh, more uh, from uh, ECU uh, in uh, this uh, in just a little bit uh, coming up. Uh, and uh, we'll hear more from Coach Godwin. Uh, let's get some uh, audio from the Texas perspective. This was their head coach, uh, David Pierce, who really was getting a lot of the treatment today from the fans uh, out there. Coach Pierce, uh, in his reaction in the aftermath of Texas's 13-7 loss. Questions? I mean, what an atmosphere. It was an unbelievable atmosphere for uh, two really good teams going at it. But, you know, they did a better job of – making pitches when they needed it, um, extending at bats, and uh, really good job defensively. So they made more plays than us, and they deserved to win. Coach Pierce uh, cut seven here on the vast soundbite roster. He talked about uh, the missed opportunities that his team had today. Yeah, I mean, the, the ball that Dougie hit in the eighth, I thought Carowitz had a hell of a play. Uh, and he was in too because of the bond. Yeah, we're get ready the bond. Time just dive. Um, they just did a good job of making plays throughout the course of the game and, and putting the ball in play when they needed to. Um, but when you, you give up a five spot in the eighth after you know an eight-seven game and uh, you know you just can't keep it close, give your team a chance in the ninth. You know that's, that's kind of the story of the game for me. Uh, interesting to hear his uh, comments on uh, the atmosphere here after uh, some things he said earlier in the week, which, you know, look, I think that was uh, a couple things. I think some of that was geared towards his uh, his guys to kind of prepare him for what they were about to come into. Uh, you know, I mean, let, let's face it, there's probably a lot of those guys on that Texas roster who just don't know a whole lot about East uh, East Carolina. Uh, or, uh, you know, ECU baseball or, or any of that. I think that was maybe his way, rightfully or wrongfully so, to, to let uh, his guys know, but also maybe let his players know kind of the environment they were going into. And, and you know, that was a, a bit that was taken for television news that got blown up on social media. Not saying they edited it uh, in a certain way, but they may have, you know, edited some comments together because that's kind of what TV news does when they're putting together a, uh, you know, a, 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 a voice-on-tape soundbite for a newscast. And uh, there's a lot of interest in Texas baseball, so uh, that was kind of some spicy commentary. He made it. Again, I think the intent probably was, guys, where we're going is going to be a big-time environment. It's going to be a rowdy environment, and you're going to have players on top or fans on top of you in the outfield. And... Uh, you know, obviously in the day and age of social media, things blow up. Yeah, they do. And, you know, like you said, I think maybe it was taken a little out of context a little bit with what David Pierce was saying. He said that yesterday with his comments after their practice session yesterday. But regardless, you know, he knew what the environment was coming in here. And, you know, the, the players, I think, kind of took it hard a little bit. They walked in to batting practice this morning with Welcome to the Jungle blaring on a <laughs> handheld speaker as they walked onto the field today. So they definitely were acting like they were not afraid of the jungle, but I don't think they realized how loud it was going to be here today. And, you know, I knew it was going to be loud, and it was 
It was loud here today. It sometimes felt like it was third down at Dowdy Ficklin Stadium at some point. Well, uh, one of their hitting stars today was their right fielder, Murphy Staley, and uh, these were his thoughts. Cut two after uh, the game, uh, just his thoughts on the uh, on the uh, loss to ECU. Yeah, I mean, obviously it's a must win. Um, you just got to, you know, play your game. You can't make it bigger than what it is. Um, you gotta take it like it's just another game. Um, just slow it down and do your thing. He was asked about uh, the jungle. Of course, uh, you know we heard the other day. Uh, Pilkington told us. I mean, you know, left field uh, has you know some fans over there that are kind of longtime fans. Right field has all of a sudden kind of become, I think, where maybe the younger guys and girls are hanging out. So I hear right field can get a little rough. <laughs> Right. <laughs> you know, can get a little harsh sometimes. Uh, and so uh, it'll be interesting to see what he has to say about this with uh, playing in right field. Oh, they're fun. They're a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, they'll, they'll say some stuff, but it's all it's all good fun. It's a great atmosphere, like Coach said. Um, they bring the energy here, which is, which is great. Um, it's fun to see. Uh, Staley on uh, those two double plays, which we heard in the highlights, which really, really hurt Texas today. Yeah, I mean, the double plays always hurt. Um, obviously, but um, they're going to happen in the games. You know, this the the field plays faster, so it's not the worst thing to get on the ground. Just we hit it right at some guys, um, but uh, hopefully they'll find some holes soon. Uh, and then, uh, the, and I, I thought that was kind of easy. Easy was hitting the ball on the button early. They were just hitting it to guys. So I mean, this could have really gotten out of hand early. Here, interesting to hear Staley there. Uh, Scoot talk about how they felt like it was kind of a fast infield and they were hitting it to guys, balls that might normally find a way through. So, uh, But, you know, you can, you can be 0 for 4 in the box score and hit it square, you know, three of those times, but hit it to somebody. Right, and, you know, I think, like you said, those comments are interesting about the field because with Texas playing on an artificial surface yeah. back in Austin, you know, normally artificial turf, the ball gets on you a whole lot quicker than it does a natural surfer. So I think that's a little surprising to hear them say that it gets on you quicker here. But, uh, you know, like you said, you know, double plays always hurt, and they hit into some crucial ones today. So uh, I did a game here for TV this year, uh, and I, 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 the field looks like it's in midseason form here. I mean, usually kind of get to this point in the year, things can get a little chewed up. I had uh, a lot of softball this year. Uh, let's just say a prominent flagship university softball field. I was there recently, looked a little chewed up, you know. I mean, and that's not I'm, – I'm, I say that in jest and I'm not knocking anybody because it is hard from that standpoint to kind of keep things uh, when the field – you've had a lot of games played on it. Sometimes the field can get a little chewed up and it, it, you can do all the right things. The turf here, I mean, we're looking at how this crew is meticulously caring for it now. It's amazing. It looks like it looks like as good as any surface in the country. Yeah, I mean the grounds crew does a a great job here year in and year out. And you know, I think a, a big part of this field and why it looks so good for this is for that break that it had between uh, the Pirates being on the road and then being in Clearwater as well. Took a uh, for that field to be able to have that break with the Pirates in Clearwater, I think helped out this field tremendously. But. Uh, Alex Marlowe and Alan Shaley do a great job on this field this year. Murphy Staley uh, had two homers, as we mentioned today, uh, and he uh, talked about how momentum hurt the Longhorns today. Cut six. Things were bouncing over the wall. 
yeah, I mean, especially when you're in an atmosphere like this, momentums um, can can shift very quickly, um, which they were able to do. Um, the crowd gets into it. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's tough to come back from that much, but um, we're a team that can score a lot of runs at any time, so we just stick with our with our uh, bats and keep going. All right, we'll have some more uh, audio hopefully for you a little later on in the uh, show. We're going to the top of the hour here for the uh, Patrick Johnson Show post-Super Regional uh, post-game program. Uh, right now, Ben Byram back in our uh, network control. He has a sports update for you here on 94.3 The Game. Thanks, Patrick. Let's take a look at what's happening around Pirate Nation. Summer Knight ended her story East Carolina career on a high note late Thursday night, claiming her second consecutive first-team All-America honor with an eighth-place finish in the pole vault at the NCAA Outdoor Championships inside historic Hayward Field in Eugene, Oregon. Knight cleared a height of 4.3 meters and attempted to match her outdoor school record of 4.35 before falling just short on three attempts. The senior leaves East U as the indoor and outdoor school record holder in the event at a three-time American Athletic Conference champion. Taking a look at ECU baseball, one step closer to Omaha as they defeat Texas earlier today, 13-7. Some guys that really shined in that game include C.J. Mayhew, who had nine strikeouts, and Bryce Murrow, who was four for five with a home run. And uh, Coach Goddard spoke to the media right, right after the game. Here was his comments and reactions to the win. Uh, great college baseball game, just back and forth. Uh, I mean, Texas offensively is probably the best offense we faced all year. Um, I thought Mayhew was really good after he gave up two runs and the offense scored three in that bottom of the first. Played really good defense. Amax play in the eighth inning um, had to play in because that could bunt. Tremendous play, and we just kept adding, and everybody did their job. So it was a really good game. Our crowd was unbelievable. I think our crowd helped out uh, Amax uh, opposite field home run, so that was pretty cool. Um, but just so so proud of our guys, the way they continue to battle uh, no matter what. And I'm just glad we're playing at home. So we need Pirate Nation to, to come back tomorrow and be really loud and um, break that attendance record again. Pirates are back in action tomorrow at noon, and it can be seen on ESPN2. In Game 2 of the Super Greenville Super Regional, you can hear live pregame and play-by-play uh, coverage with Scott Rogers right here on the flagship station, the ECU Pirates, 94-3 the game, beginning at 11.50. Moving on, we take a look at what's happening elsewhere in the country and multiple Super Regionals throughout the country. Virginia Tech hosting Oklahoma in the Blacksburg Super Regional, and the Hokies trail 5-2 to the Sooners in the bottom of the seventh. Later on at the top of the hour, Tennessee taking on Notre Dame in the Knoxville Super Regional at 6 o'clock, and Louisville's taking on Texas A&M in the College Station Super Regional. That game's been moved from ESPNU to just regular ESPN. Moving on to the Carolina Panthers. They wrapped up OTAs today, but that's not the biggest story coming from the Carolina Panthers today, as David Tepper has been sued from Rock Hill earlier today due to failed plans and funding for their Rock Hill facility and a practice facility down in South Carolina. Moving on, uh, currently taking a look at what else is happening in the NFL. Jack Del Rio, defensive coordinator for the Redskins, has been fined $100,000 for comments he earlier made at a press conference. That's going to do it for your 94 through the game sports update. I've been Byron Moore from the P-Man and Scott Rogers live from Clark Clare Stadium after this quick timeout. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on your flagship home of Pirate Basketball, 94.3 The Game. 
For years, Callie Ann Phelps has been singing about Phelps Chevrolet. Phelps Chevrolet is the one for you. Low, low prices, service too. See the big dealer right away. Carolina's finest, Phelps Chevrolet. And you'll agree with what Skyler Phelps has to say. Nobody beats Phelps Chevrolet's prices. Nobody. The name you can depend on. Phelps Chevrolet. Get you one. It's time to enjoy the outdoors. And at Moore's Barbecue, we have the perfect packages to meet your needs. From our backyard barbecue pack to our family feast pack, we will make sure that your picnic, social, or family gathering stands out and no one leaves hungry. Come on into any of our locations in Winterville, New Bern, Swansboro, Moorhead City, or Jacksonville. There's enough great food for everyone. We're sure you'll agree if it's not Moore's, it's less. Are you ready for a new career? An amazing company chose Greenville to be the home of their nationwide contact center. Victra is the largest independent retailer for one of the nation's largest cellular providers, and Victra's Greenville contact center is growing rapidly. Victra is now hiring multiple positions for consumer sales, business-to-business sales, retail store support, customer care, and operations support. Benefits include incredible commission potential, paid face-to-face training, medical, dental, vision, paid time off, a 50% discount on your wireless bill, access to wages prior to payday, and 401k matching. Victor is now hiring both full and part-time positions, and top performers earn $25 to $28 an hour. All of their sales and service opportunities are inbound only. No outbound cold calls, no telemarketing. You will earn top dollar for every sale you make while working in a fun environment with a team of motivated professionals visit pit-jobs.com to apply now hello this is sergeant brad taylor with the north carolina state highway patrol have you ever thought about a career as a north carolina state trooper we are currently looking to fill positions across the state and your career could start with training as a part of the 158th or 159th basic patrol schools beginning in early 2023 with competitive pay great benefits and having a daily positive impact on your community now is the time to make the change. Find out more by visiting www.ncdps.gov or contact the local district highway patrol office in your area. Thank you and have a safe day. Hey, I'm Gray Fussell. I'm a fourth-generation winemaker at Dupa Winery and a proud alumnus of ECU. I'd love for you to visit with us in Rose Hill or North Myrtle Beach or look for our delicious fruity wines in your favorite store or on our website. As always, thank you for your support. And now that I work full-time with my dad, I understand why Mom enjoys a glass of our Hatter's Red every night. Thanks for drinking Duplin, and go Pirates. Greenville's top sports show is back. Well, isn't that special? The Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. We're uh, rolling on here, Patrick Johnson Show, and it is a uh, a fun time here. What is it? What is that noise, Scooter? Is that, that is a blower. Okay, I, was, I thought it was a car out there on Charles. <laughs> There's a lot of garbage in the stadium right now. Who? Oh, oh, you mean tra- oh, you mean trash? trash. I, th- I thought trash. you were, I thought you were Ooh. pointing to somebody. Ooh. I was gonna say. <laughs> Come on, Scooter. No, 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 Be not nice. at all. Be nice. There's not a whole lot in the – you know, we do see a few people out there, you know, still carrying on with it. It's going to be kind of a quick – and there were a lot early today. Yes, like there was. early, early today. 
There was, and uh, obviously tomorrow, the Pirates are able to win tomorrow. I think there'll be some uh, quite more people out there celebrating well, tonight. And, and I'll say this, too. Today was the last day of school. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, a lot of these, you know, folks probably try to get home to their kids, you know, final day of school. Uh, you know, I know some families were out having, like, little celebratory lunches and that kind of thing today in the restaurants around town. And you got the graduation going on. Um now, I, I don't know if I was I got here between graduations. I didn't find the traffic to be problematic today. I uh, know Conley had their graduation, I believe, at 2.30 today, and they got out as soon as the game ended. So traffic was a little – Well, our traffic was backed up after yeah. the game. But I was up here, so I'm, right. not, I'm not concerned right. about those people that were stuck in, in, in traffic. Now, uh, tomorrow morning, I believe they start graduations at 8 a.m. So tomorrow might – Now, is it South morning. Central in the morning? I believe I believe Conley and Rose were the ones tonight, and then yeah. everybody else in the county is tomorrow. I got you. I think South Central's at 8. I don't know if it's 8 a.m. or p.m. I know they start at 8 a.m. tomorrow. But so that's probably that's South Central then at 8. Mm-hmm. And that, that's another big – I mean, right. that's going to be – not that the other classes aren't, but, I mean, that's a big, mm-hmm. like Rose and Conley, big class graduating. Right. So, point being, I, I think the traffic and police people have done a really nice job to kind of dissect the campus, and you've got kind of that traffic over towards Minji's over there. And the traffic here. So if you are getting here early tomorrow, just kind of keep in mind you might encounter some of the South Central uh, graduation traffic Mm -hmm. in the morning, depending on where you're coming from. But there's enough ways to get in here. Uh, We also got a report uh, from one of our folks, uh, the ref Philip Pilkington, that uh, there was not a lot of – uh, about 30 people were at the watch party when he went out there. I don't know what time he went out there. I would expect the watch party they're putting on tomorrow to be, uh, I don't want to say better attended, but more well. Well, I think there'll be more people there tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I just think being a Saturday, if you don't have – because tomorrow's the game now everybody wants to – this was the game everybody wanted tickets to. Tomorrow's now the game everybody wants tickets to. And they had a crowd of 5,700 <clears throat> today. I think it was <laughs> – well beyond look I, I've been coming to a lot of events for a lot of times and I've I've heard some crowds announced and I've thought to myself wow where do they get that but you know they have their formulas they have its tickets sold and that I think today I mean the thing that was remarkable to me today the walkway that kind of separates the lower part from the from the upper seats you know what crowded crowded till the end but I mean it had a steady row of people kind of standing. And there still were not a lot of – hardly any empty seats. It was hard to find an empty seat today. There were a lot of people in this place today. There was. And, you know, early, like probably I would say 25 minutes before the game, you know, just sitting up here at a booth and looking out. The stadium was about half full at that point. But you looked down at the jungle, and the jungle was already five, six rows deep out there. And you just – you could tell that it was obviously going to be a big-time environment for the game today. But, you know, kudos to you. Pirate Nation for the environment today. It was it was awesome to be able to broadcast in it. And obviously, if I wouldn't have been in the booth today, I would have been right out there in the jungle experiencing it as well. But it was awesome to, to be able to experience it up here and uh, obviously looking forward to a better one tomorrow. Yeah, uh, and look, I, I think it's going to be fair to say Texas, it, it, it's not going to be easy uh, tomorrow with Texas. There's a lot of pride in that program they have not been to Omaha in quite a while 
they were viewing this as a roster that could get to Omaha this year. The Texas team, um, you know, midway through the season, four starters were out injured. And now this isn't the most buttoned-up bullpen situation you'll ever see, so they've had some some struggles there. Uh, But they're healthy, and, I mean, they kind of just breezed through the Austin Regional. And because, you know, it's because they were healthy. Right. And, you know, there were a lot of people I talked to today even that followed college baseball, ex-coaches, media sorts nationally. This could have very easily been an inverse situation. Texas could have been eight hosting East Carolina nine, and and I don't think anybody would have been shocked if that were the case. So, I mean, these two are very, very even. I know it doesn't show up today on the scoreboard, but, I mean, this was until the Pirates busted it open in the eighth. This was a – a real tight game. It was, and you know, like you said, you know, it could have been the complete opposite where Texas could have been hosting today. We could have been sitting in Austin right now and talking with Texas's radio crew yesterday when they got in. They were saying that they really think the reason that the Pirates got the eight seed, not them, was because of their team's consistency down the stretch, especially yeah. pitching wise, and how it really wasn't consistent. And the Pirates had. Obviously, we're riding that winning streak, so they were consistent coming into this, and he thinks that was a big reason why they didn't get the eight seed. And, and I don't think you can uh, overlook the fact what helped boost East Carolina's resume was the fact that they won a regular season and conference tournament championship. And there have been times the Pirates, I felt maybe should have been a top eight seed. A couple of years ago, 19 comes to mind but they didn't kind of finish the deal with the conference championship. And that just might be the reality coming out of the American. Uh, We'll see how that plays out as the American, uh, you know, kind of further, uh, it's further, furthers its chapter. But I don't think you can overlook that. Can you? No. And, you know, like you said, that regular season and tournament title was too big emphasis for the pirates. And I think too, you know, the way the pirates really just ran right through that conference tournament, who was a big emphasis, but, you know, you combine those two factors, the winning streak, and, you know, a lot of the arguments against the Pirates this year was that top 50 record, which, you know, I'll admit I thought was going to hurt the Pirates' yeah. chances of getting a top eight seed, and it really surprised me that they did because of that. But, you know, you throw in all the other factors, and, you know, it was awesome to see them get unveiled as that top eight seed. But, you know, the biggest thing with that, you know, regional-wise, it doesn't have a big emphasis on things, but when you get into a super – like this, being able to host in front of an environment like this, that's the biggest thing, especially when getting that top eight seat. All right, uh, guys, I think we're good on the cuts here. I got the Cliff Godwin cuts, so let's uh, hit those really quick uh, here. This is uh, Coach Godwin on uh, seizing back the momentum after they were trailing two to nothing following an early Texas homer. Well, we knew that if we could get him in the stretch, that his stuff played down just a tick. So. Um, Zach was down 0-2, if I'm not mistaken, to lead off the game and, and worked a walk, which he doesn't walk. I think he had walked like 11 guys in 99 innings. So that was a big walk. And then Hoove got the push bunt. Uh, Bryson, you know, then singled. And then JC's, you know, big uh, two RBIs there. So uh, we were – I thought that was, you know, very key because, you know, the momentum swung back into our dugout and the fans got back into it after we were down 2 nothing. All right, uh, more from Cliff Godwin on uh, Ryder Giles. Um, he's a little bit faster than, um, you know, Joey Barini, a.k.a. Shaq. 
And then, you know, he can play. Obviously, Ryder's one of the best defensive shortstops in the country. So it went, you know, when he pitched ran, he would go into that spot because Joey played shortstop that inning before when Zach came in. <laughs> All right, uh, Coach Godwin on Zach Agnos coming in and not only what he did uh, today uh, in the field and, and in the lineup, but nailing it down, getting his third save with two innings in relief. Well, he's one of our better arms when it comes to closing out innings when when it's crucial. You know, we have some guys that are kind of jam guys. Zach's a jam guy. And it's also awesome to have the flexibility with Joey Barini, who is a high school shortstop and then rider. Um, Shaq, obviously, is a very good left-handed bat. Um, so when um, originally when Zach came in the game, I left Joey in the game because I knew that bat was going to come back and it looked like they had the ability to tie the baseball game. And if they tied it up, then Joey would get in at bat. Um, and then once they didn't tie it up and Joey got the first base, then we wanted Ryder to get over there because, you know, Ryder can run a little bit better and he's obviously a premium defender. And uh, this is the Pirates on – or rather, Coach Godwin on the Pirate defense. No, we played great defense. I mean, we turned a couple double plays, like you guys talked about, the play A-Mac made. Um, I mean, look, Texas played really good defense, too. I mean, you don't field 987 and not play good defense. So they played really good defense. We played really good defense. And both offenses had to earn everything that they got. We will be back to wrap things up after this. The Pitch. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up. That ball is gone. On your flagship home of Pirate Baseball. 94.3 The Game. Texas Roadhouse in Greenville is happy to support the community. At Texas Roadhouse, they not only want to be your favorite restaurant, they also want you to know they love this community and love supporting it. From providing food for charity golf tournaments to their school support programs, Texas Roadhouse is there when the Greenville community needs them. Also, it doesn't hurt that their food is awesome. Steaks, ribs, chicken, you name it, it's legendary. Texas Roadhouse, Southwest Greenville Boulevard, Greenville. Interbanks Media's Concert on the Common Season continues. The family event full of good times, beautiful weather, and outdoor fun. Enjoy live music with your friends and family, along with adult beverages and great food on Greenville's Town Common. The next band to hit the stage at the Greenville Toyota Amphitheater is Trial by Fire, the Journey Tribute Band, June 23rd. This year will also feature music from the Chicago Tribute Band, Chicago Rewired. All the details at ConcertOnTheCommon.org. Special thanks to the City of Greenville and the Junior League of Greenville. Concert on the Common is sponsored by Hit Greenville Airport, Town Bank, Polly Pylon, State Farm Insurance, Bud Light, Victra, Greenville Toyota, SCA Collections, Sawyer's Fun Park, Suddenly, Greenville Utilities, The Air Doctor, ECU Health, The Ritchie Law Firm, and Interbanks Media. Country Mart stores of Pitt County are locally owned and part of your community. At Country Mart, they offer that great Shell gasoline with Shell rewards that save you money at the pump. And these days, that's really important. And don't forget Smitty's Restaurant at the Highway 11 store with great lunch specials daily and Pat's desserts that will be the best you've ever had. The Stokes location also offers hot food. Country Mart with two locations, Highway 11 between Greenville and Bethel and Highway 903 in Stokes. 
Atavola in Greenville is your local marketplace. Atavola offers diverse menu selections, casual lunches, and family meals ready to go. At Atavola, they specialize in the creative use of fresh ingredients, seasonal menu selections, and fun culinary creations from the kitchen that will satisfy even the pickiest taste buds. Treat yourself to lunch or dinner today at Atavola, and make sure to join them the second Wednesday of every month for their free wine tastings. Atavola Red Banks Road in Greenville. And now, the stunning conclusion of the show. It's the P-Man here on 94.3 The Game. Well, 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 what an afternoon in Pirate Nation. All-time great win, 13-7 over Texas. Tomorrow, back at it, game two of the Super Regional, a chance to go to Omaha, the Keith LeClaire dream could be realized. Uh, join our crew, uh, led by Scotty Rogers, tomorrow at uh, tw- 11.50 for a 12.06 first pitch. Ben Byron will be in the studio. We'll have our uh, guys out here, the ref and Chris, for social media. Thanks to them. Thanks to Scooter for letting us uh, invade his booth here for the PJ Show. And thanks to everybody who uh, popped by here as a, a guest and uh, reports from the jungle and all that great stuff. Go Pirates tomorrow against Texas. And our coverage will begin at 11.50. Have a great weekend, everybody. Did you get a call or message that mentioned Social Security that made you feel threatened or scared? That is not the Social Security Administration. Social Security will not threaten you, press you for personal information, or demand instant payment. Social Security does not accept payments by gift card, prepaid debit card, internet currency, or by mailing cash. Criminals use these forms of payment because they are hard to trace. Don't fall for it. Hang up, ignore them. Report this criminal activity to oig.ssa.gov. Reduced at U.S. taxpayer expense. You don't get to be the league's all-time leading rusher without feeling some pain. Pro football legend Emmett Smith knows joint pain, and he also knows the old treatments aren't the only treatments. Today, there's a natural alternative to drugs and surgery. It's Biologic Therapies from QC Kinetics. I'm talking regenerative solutions that encourage your body to heal and repair itself. Do you have pain in your hips, knees, shoulder, lower back? Want to get your life back? The local medical professionals at QC Kinetics can help. Call to learn more about this exciting natural way to deal with chronic joint pain. Don't put it off. Call QC Kinetics. Restorative regenerative solutions with no downtime and lasting results. Don't let your joint pain keep you from doing the things you love. There's a new natural solution that patients are raving about. QC Kinetics. Make the call.